1: Leading us into the campus corner, Cannonball Paul says, Wes, I don't always agree with you. That's fine. But I'm in total agreement with Jordan Travis being your number one. He's having a great year, and he gets better every single week. His will to win outside of his great play is part of why he is such a special player in person. Well, isn't that sweet? All right. Here we go, folks. Let's get to the campus corner. Fitty's already got my music going, and so let's talk about it drake may when he comes out in this game and they take a big l to virginia i feel like that this is a rhetorical question but 24 48 347 yards two touchdowns and an interception he's definitely got some big games left on the schedule for north carolina so he's gonna have to do a hell of a lot to make this happen but did the loss to virginia Dash the Heisman dreams of one Drake May. I don't think
0: so. I'd, wow. I wouldn't call him the favorite, though. Okay. Well, I don't think it killed him just because Caleb Williams also. I mean, I guess, are we just saying he's done too, probably because they lost oh, yeah. a couple games? Oh, yeah. So, if if we have this much of the season left to go, and losing one game is the problem, let's go to the guys that are above him. Shador Sanders, who had been playing excellent, okay. was rising up quarterback draft boards. He, Drake May's eighth in total yards past, uh, passing right now. Mm-hmm. Shador is fourth, but there's too many losses. I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to give it to Shador Sanders. Then you're talking about Jaden Daniels for LSU, who has a couple of losses. LSU is underperforming. Really, the favorite should be Michael Penix Jr., or mm-hmm. as I called him one time, Michael Penix. Okay. And so if you're asking if Drake May is the favorite, clearly not the favorite. Uh-huh. I'm not sure he was the favorite. Before they lost to Virginia.
1: Okay, but yeah, but he was a guy that was in the mix. He no, definitely he definitely had
0: New York. He was in a New York state of mind. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. And I, I, I still think he could get to New York, especially with how much season is left. Hmm. And he's not going to be the favorite, but I still think there's plenty of season left for him to get back to New York.
1: Uh, yeah, I love your optimism. I think you should definitely get you a job on his uh, Heisman. You know what I'm saying? But when you look at the latest odds. Depending on how well it pays, I'll take it. MGM, uh, his current odds are at plus 5,000, which puts him ninth. He's right there. Caleb Williams is at 11th. As you brought him up, he's plus 10,000. But the favorite, the guy you forgot to say, the current favorite right now, is J.J. McCarthy from Michigan at plus 240. He and Michael Penix are sitting right there at one, two. Jaden Daniels is three. Jordan Travis is four. And Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma is five, which, to my surprise, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is at seven. So uh, when you look at that crew, I think that for Drake May, it's going to be really hard to overcome a loss like this Uh, because, like you said, a lot of people are going to look at, well, hey, And we can go back through history and look at some Heisman winners definitely taking some questionable losses. But I just think that one was so bad a historical upset for them. I think at this point, Drake May would have to run the table, continue to be on a tour pace, and just put up numbers that are just out of this world. So, uh, But, Fiddy, what do you think about this? Is your quarterback still in the Heisman hunt, or do you feel like it's a wrap?
0: No, it's a wrap. You lose at home to 1-5 Virginia when you go 24 of 48, you don't deserve to win the Heisman trophy. That might be true. One thing I think about when we start to – and allow me to continue for my client, Drake May, as I continue to work for his campaign. (laughs) But, man, when you throw for, what was it, 350, 347, if I'm not mistaken, in Uh that game, this is what we do at the end of the season for every Heisman hopeful. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to count up all the stats. We're going to account for that loss. But then people are going to go back and look at that loss and know he wasn't amazing. It's not like he was the reason they lost. You put it more on the defense for allowing Mike Hollins to just run all over him. And they got lucky defensively because Mike Hollins fumbled the ball out of the end zone, no doubt. North Carolina should have lost by more probably. And Virginia kept giving them chances. But it was the defense that got more so lucky. North Carolina, that was the first time they failed to score 30 all year, and it was 27. And there was the third and 12 if you wanted to try to put context on it. Mm -hmm. And it goes out of his hands, and that was an amazing throw in my opinion. Awful play call in fourth. That's what Fiddy was talking about with Chip Lindsey. So I just think when we go and we accumulate all the stats, especially with how many more games we have, with how many teams are left on the schedule, with the fact that so many other guys too, or a few other players, also lose their Heisman hopeful when you have bad losses like Caleb Williams or Sador Sanders is falling out of the wayside, right? Mm-hmm. I just am not ready to you know, burn it up. I'm not ready to set it on flames and say he's not getting to New York because really, top four has a chance to get to New York City. Mm -hmm. And these odds, they shift so much from week to week. Mm -hmm. I still think there's a shot for him to get top four.
1: Well, also, too, when you look at this Virginia matchup, man, and like I said, if you're a Heisman guy, that special player that leads his team out of peril in many instances, like I said, you look at Carolina in the second half of this game, one touchdown, their drives went touchdown, punt, field goal, punt, downs, interception. Uh, They have 14 total drives in this football game, a minute 37, average time of possession. Uh, This team was just out of sorts all. Offensively, the average number of plays in their drives were six. So I think that the quarterback, for good or bad, we give them all the credit when Carolina plays well. You got to give them the credit too when they play bad. And that's unacceptable really from giving my them husband. We have all hope. the credit, though. Uh, you have. I've talked about Every time defense. we talk about why they'll win, it's because of Drake May. You get mad at me with Drake May. I stuff don't. A lot. I'm just telling the truth. Every time we talk about Carolina, you your rationale right? for them winning or the success they will have is number what, ten. Ha-
0: what happened with South Carolina? What'd I say?
1: You said that Drake May was going to be. What'd I say? You said Drake. You said the defense. You've given the defense. That's a what love, I'm trying to tell but you. But still, the the crux of your reason for loving
0: Carolina is number ten. Well, Drake May, if he's going to be the number two overall prospect in the NFL draft, sure. I think a lot of people are going to put that guy affects the game as much as they do. No question so about So he's going to be a big no reason why they win it. games no or not. Question. The reason that they were undefeated was because the defense played so much better last no year. Doubt. And the defense let them down in a monster way mm-hmm. against Virginia, mm-hmm. which was a terrible team coming in. Yeah. And no, Drake May certainly did not have his best game. But this is a team, too, that isn't even relying on Drake May as much. Amarion Hampton is the leading rusher in the ACC. No doubt. And so when you have a running back that leads the team in the AC or leads the the league in rushing, and you have a defense that have been playing as well. You have the ACC sack leader, too, and mm-hmm. Cayman Rucker. So, those are the reasons as to why I was more high on him this mm-hmm. year than last year, even though I still thought he was a good player. Yeah. Drake May, Michael Penix is the reason that Washington's in it. Shador is the reason why Colorado is playing so well. But the defense is what brought them to that extra level. And
1: Omarion is definitely, he's a great player. I like him a lot. He's benefiting from Drake May a lot. Drake May is still the ACC's leader and one of the top ten in the country in total offense per game. So he's that guy. But the thing is, we always talk about Heisman and moments. And so that moment for Drake is not going to look great. And the thing for him is, Unlucky for him is Clemson is not Clemson, so when he goes down to Death Valley, he doesn't have a chance to have a moment there. The Duke game, sure, but I think in the eyes of the voters, that's going to get outweighed by Washington. Still got USC, even though USC is completely falling off the wagon, but he's got big matchups against Utah coming up, Oregon State, and Washington State still a solid football team. So they're going to be his chances. But the big one. Well, he's the favorite. No, and I'm not. I am not going to JJ McCarthy is the favorite, right?
0: Well, and and JJ, too. Like, those two guys are your. I'm not going to argue that Drake May should be ahead of them. Yeah,
1: no, 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 not at all. And so for JJ McCarthy, I think right now he would be my pick. Uh, I think that he's got two monster games left on the schedule to really secure that Heisman. When you talk about November 11th at Penn State and then November 25th. We know what that game is. It's the game. And so I think your Heisman winner, in my opinion, is going to come out of that matchup. If Marvin Harrison Jr. has a ginormous game and they win, I think he gets it. I think that Marvin Harrison continues to climb the charts. And if J.J. McCarthy continues down the way he's been playing, balls out. I mean, he doesn't have uh, some just eye-popping stats, but he's got a few 280s, some 270s in there. So that's what I think right there. Real quick, though, Emmanuel Acho brought up the fact this oh no! Is almost foul line words. Oh Man, no! I well, of course, course if it's on listen. Show. He talked about and suggested that Caleb Williams should sit out the rest of the season because USC doesn't have anything to play for. Let me tell you right now, if Caleb Williams decided to do that, you would see just fire and smoke coming from Concord out of my brain and ears. By how irritated I would be with this! I'm so ac-
0: Okay, we'll look at this to see whether this is a this. flagrant. I mean, that's that bad. was scary. I don't, do even, I don't even know if I want to see that let's again. You gotta think that's, that's gonna be a flagrant. The question is, is it a one or a two? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: He's dead. Listen, I'm so sick of this culture in college football that if your team doesn't have anything to play for, you need to sit out. I'm so sick and tired of it. I don't know what to do call me old man get off my lawn whatever the case may be can you guys stop thinking about money for one damn second okay if you decide to show up for summer workouts if you decide to sign up to play for the year then you ride with your teammates all the way to the end I don't want to hear uh, my my pro prospects if, if I get hurt it could be over well don't play at all then okay if you want to do that just sit out go to the uh, local LA fitness or wherever the hell you want to go and train for the <laughs> NFL draft don't come out him play with us and definitely don't quit during midseason and then these guys get on tv and they lie oh, hey, hey caleb that, that's my man i hey, if he's gonna make a choice to his family he's gonna make a choice hell nah if i was his teammate i'd say i don't want to talk to you get the hell out of my face don't come in here talking about you down for us and then when the chips are down which you played a part in it and he hasn't even done this this is all speculative this is a speculative Line, OK, but don't come stepping <laughs> in talking about I I, I, I don't want to play anymore. We don't have anything to play for and I don't want to hurt my knee. OK, listen, we don't want to hear any of that nonsense. Acho, take that garbage. This whole culture of uh, we don't have anything to play for. I'm only going to play if we can play for the playoffs and I don't want to hurt my pro prospects about the guys in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s that were top prospects and they played all the way to the end. There was no crybaby. I'm thinking about the money all the time. Caleb Williams, I'm getting sicker of this guy by the day. Okay, with the constant demands. I know they said that the percentage thing of the team might not be true, but I just want to say if this is the case, if for some reason the last couple of games of the season that Caleb Williams decides not to play, that will be the final stake in my NFL draft. Respect for this man. I already don't want him because of the attitude I see. You throw three interceptions against Notre Dame. You come out there against Utah. Plenty of drives where you had a chance to win the game. You didn't do it. Don't blame the defense. I don't want to hear any of that even though their defense is trash. Caleb Williams has played a role in them losing these last two games and for the third time in a row to Utah. Get the hell on with that logic. Please stop it. Okay. And I'm done.
0: It was fantastic. There's a couple things going on in my head right now that I want to address ask panther bow Wes said go to la fitness lol yes we apologize to la fitness for anybody (laughs) that goes there still hilarious though big cat dan total agreement here Wes's hurt voice is elite 704 preach yes very similar text messages that we get when we go foul line my question is though because you've been leaning that way for a little while and i understand why like i get it with caleb williams not really feeling him in the nfl draft Wes, you know who number two overall prospect is. Yeah,
1: right? I take him. Over him. Do we play Celebrate City? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do we go with Celebration? I like the way Drake May plays, man, because one thing about Caleb Williams, too, when you start to break it down, man, he holds the football so long looking for the big plays. Drake May, man, when he gets to that bottom of his drop, that ball is gone. He knows where it's supposed to go, and he's going to deliver the football. And the guy that I was talking about, uh, the first-round mock guy, he had a good nickname for him. He called him Mr. 60 Minutes because he Mm -hmm. said that he is – consistent throughout the whole game yeah he's gonna have some tough games yeah downgrading because he lost to virginia every quarterback's gonna have some tough losses but yeah with caleb williams man it's just starting to be a little bit too much if you're
0: in the nfl and you draft caleb williams then the only th- if you're the opposition
1: and you're facing caleb williams all you have to do is call utah <laughs> yeah it's gonna take a strong head coach to deal with caleb williams and everything that's that's coming with him apparently